Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast. First time listeners, my name is Akil Stokes. I am one of the co-founders of tier1trading.com, which is in my belief, the best educational resource for aspiring traders. I am also a trading coach and a professional Forex trader in my own right. So I just don't talk about it. I bees about it. In today's podcast, I want to talk a little bit about the topic of acceleration and more specifically wealth acceleration. Last week, we put on a phenomenal four-day free trading workshop called Ascension. By the way, thank you for all of you guys that appeared. In my opinion and uh, of the opinion of my partners as well, this was the best live event that we have done to date. Yeah, we had a little bit of technical issues on uh, day one, Murphy's Law in full effect, but we rebounded from that and the content that we delivered was top notch. And one of the takeaways that I hope you guys got from the workshop is that one, trading is a tool, right? Trading is a tool to accelerate wealth. And when you accelerate wealth, that could be used to do other things. And within the bigger sphere of, uh, I guess, saving time, right? At the end of the day, time is the number one thing, right? It is, at least in my opinion, by far the most important thing that we have. We cannot get it back. We are essentially every day working towards the end. So time is very important, maximizing that time um, so that you can get the most out of life, whether it be leave a legacy or whether it just be spend time with your family and and feel purposeful, give value and and inspire a future generation. So um, wealth acceleration works hand in hand with time. Um, But I also hope that you got out of it that trading is also a tool that you can use as a business to grow a business. Um, It's a business in its own if you're a professional trader, but you can also develop that business into other aspects as well, such as coaching, teaching, managing money, X, Y, Z. But it's also a tool that you can use to provide value to others, teaching others the skills of financial responsibility, uh, you know, personal finance, financial management, stuff like that. Um, And and that's the real tool of trading. But I remember during the break or or during the break, during the uh, during the event, right, this is probably the most busiest time of my year. I just got done watching the third round of the Masters. I I told myself that, you know, on this Saturday, my off day, I was going to do nothing. And of course, I I got to work and and ended up doing other stuff, the the garden, getting stuff from the store, chores around the house, playing with the kid, and now uh, recording a podcast. So I'm pretty much burning myself out. uh, But if I can make it till mid-May, I'll I'll be okay. But during the event, um, I got a message on the Facebook from a, a trader who was asking about um, just some of the elements of trading. And, and he was asking, um, hey, about money management. And um, he was talking about having a, a weekly return, either weekly or monthly return. It doesn't really matter when you hit a number, but either averaging a weekly or a monthly return of 300% a month on a, I think it was a $100 account, either or $100,000 account. And I politely responded to the traders um, that that's not realistic. Um, what's more realistic is, you know, I, I've always been told throughout who I've met in the industry that if you can average 2% a month, so let's just say 20% a year, let's not even talk about compounding and any of that stuff. If you can average 2% a month, 20% a year, 
you are considered a, a good trader. Um, and if you were there during the workshop, we talked about other investment tools out there that perform much less than 20%. You, you can go research basically any traditional type of savings account, CD, 401k, blah, 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 blah. Um, and you're going to get under 20%. But if you can average 20% a year, considered a, a good trader. If you can average, let's say, 60% a year, you're considered one of the greatest traders of all time. And the trader started doing the math. He said, wait a minute, 20% on this on this uh, this $100 account, that means only $20 a month. And I said, yeah, mm -hmm, yep, that math is correct. He said, well, how am I a good trader if I'm only making $20 a month? And this trader, like, many traders out there and, and possibly many of you guys listening as well is thinking about the wrong thing. Instead of thinking about the percentage, they're thinking about the monetary figure. Now, why is the percentage much more important than the monetary figure? Who can tell me? Well, it's because the percentage determines the monetary figure, right? The reason this trader is making $20 a month is because the percent that he can return, right, his return on investment, his percentage is 20%. Now, there's a way to accelerate that $20 figure, and if he wants to make $300 a month, he simply has to create a 300% return. Okay, well, let's think about that. For you guys that are traders out there, how easy is it to just significantly increase your return, right? You've Let's assume you've done back testing. Let's assume you're a consistently profitable trader. Let's assume you don't make any type of psychological errors. You know what your system performs. Let's say your system, your system over time historically creates a 30% or a 3% a return a month, okay? So how do you get that number from 3% to 300% in order to make the monetary figure that you want? Well, one way to do it is drastically increase your position size, right? And that's good, right? You catch a hot streak and you have a, a massive position size, you're gonna make a massive return. But what about the other side? What about when you experience a drawdown and now you're trading this massively over leveraged position size? What do you think is gonna happen to your account? Well, you're gonna take on a lot more risk and most likely you're gonna blow your account very, very quickly. So trying simply to increase that monetary figure isn't the key. However, if you can increase your, your if, if you can keep the same percentage, 2%, but you can increase your account size, what does that do to your return as far as a, a monetary figure, right? We're talking about 2% on a $100 account right? Or was it a thousand dollar account? I think I said 2% on a thousand dollar account versus 2% on a $10,000 account. Well, did that, did the, the, the monetary figure that was produced, did it increase or de decrease? Okay. Did your risk increase, decrease, or stay the same? Right. These are the things that you need to think about. So when we talk about acceleration, the, the, the question shouldn't be, how can I return more? How can I increase my win, my, my return on investment drastically? How can I increase my monetary figure drastically? The, 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 the question is simple. How can I grow my account? And a very easy way to grow your account is pick up a side job, 
right? We talk a lot, uh, I've done plenty of episodes, we're not gonna dig too much into it, plenty of episodes about how easy it is to um, really be wealthy. It's, it's make more than you spend and invest some, right? So if you simply look at your budget, if you simply say, I'm gonna cut down on the, the dumb expenses and save more each month, and with that newfound savings, I'm gonna put that into my savings, or into my, uh, my trading account, now you're growing your trading account faster and faster and faster. Maybe you're even picking up another job saying, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna um, commit a year to work in the night shift cleaning toilets. And I'm gonna get $100 a night for cleaning these darn toilets and it's gonna stink and I'm gonna be sleepy and tired, but that $100 a night, five nights a week, $500 a month or a week, $2,000 a month is gonna go into my trading account. And after I commit a full year to that, I've grown my account from $1,000 to over $3,000. And now that 20% return is a lot more than $20. So wealth acceleration was on my mind because of that, but it also works in a, 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 a much bigger light as well, right? I am in trading for wealth acceleration. And I know Jason Greystone is the, the same way. He found trading as an investment tool that he can use to accelerate his wealth so that he can spend, invest his, his money and his time um, more wisely in other places. And it's the same thing with me, right? Because my goal as an entrepreneur was one, I don't wanna work for anyone else, um, was two, I wanna do something that I love, something that I like, something that brings me joy. And three, I wanna set myself up in a position where later in life I can do whatever I want and I don't have to work, right? I don't have to go into my nine to five. I can travel the world um, doing whatever I wanna do. And one may think trading can achieve that and it could. But there is still a time element of trading as well, meaning no matter how successful I get at trading, um, trading is different than investing, right? Investing is much more long term. I can do something and, you know, do my bulk of research, make an investment and then not worry about it for a very, very long time. Trading is much more active. So to continue trading, I still have to be active, which means I still have to make the time investment to be in front of my charts, to analyze the markets, to place the trades, to manage the trades, and, and repeat that process over and over again. Now, I can go to a higher time frame, and that makes life a lot easier, right? I don't have to do as much. I can spend maybe a half an hour a day in front of the charts, but I'm still spending time in front of the charts. Some of you are thinking right now, well, what if you automate the process? What if you, you trade a bot, an automated system? Well, guess what? You can go back and listen to another podcast on this. I think it was called The, the Problem of Automated Systems or Why I Don't Like Automated Systems or something like that. Um, I shouldn't say that. It's not that I don't like them, but you still have to manage that automated system, right? You still have to analyze the results. You have to make sure it's working the same way that you desire with the current market conditions. You may have to tweak here, tweak there. It still takes that investment. For me, the bigger picture has always been real estate. Now, I don't personally like real estate. Um, that's why I, I, I trade, because I love trading, I love coaching. Um, but real estate is the bigger picture, not just for me, but for my family, right? Real estate is something that is much more passive income, especially when you have all the, the pieces lined up like property managers and accountants and stuff like that. You literally just have to check the people that are checking on what you're doing, you know, big picture. 
So that's been the bigger picture for me. Trading is the way to accelerate my wealth so that I can acquire more real estate so that I can save a lot more time on the back end for not only myself, but set something up for my family, set something up for my my wife, my two kids, their kids in the future, and, and, and something that will allow them to have passive income as well. So you can see trading is this tool that I use to accelerate, to grow, right? Just like any other investment, to grow that investment so that I can invest it in another type of investment that will eventually give me time. Pretty cool, right? <laughs> Pretty cool. So think about it like that. And it, it, it doesn't mean that trading can't be to say all be all, right? You can, you can set up a signal service. You can grow a very successful business. We've done that here at tier one, obviously. But think about what else you want to do in life. Think about what brings you purpose. Think about what brings you value. Think about your ultimate goal. Is it a business that you want to own or create? Um, is it is it X, Y, Z? Whatever it is, it most likely requires money, right? It can even be something uh, philanthropic, right? Uh, where you're, 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 you're donating money to help cure this or you're going hands-on to different countries and, and working with people in need, right? Um, all of that requires money and time. And trading can certainly be the tool that delivers that for you. Now, we're kind of working backwards in. So we talked about the big goal. So now the question is, if I want to save more time, if I want to achieve whatever said goal quicker, how can I go about that? And, and, and that's where mentorship and coaching comes in handy. Charles did a great presentation during uh, our Ascension event talking about some of the myths in trading where many people think it's kind of a, a pick up and play type deal. Oh, I'll just, you know, I'll learn how to trade and by next week I'll be a super trader. And it, it's always it's always made me chuckle because it, uh, traders are often met with this false reality. They, they come in with this mindset, they start doing it and they invest some money and they start losing money. And it, it, usually they invest a significant amount of money before figuring out how to do it the right way. And, and they invest a significant amount of time as well. And. Learning to trade, right? Becoming good at the skill of trading is no different than becoming a doctor or a scientist. And I'm, obviously, I'm not putting them on the same level. You don't have to be, you know, that smart or, or, or whatever like that. But you have to go through the right process. You have to train the right way, right? Um, how comfortable would you be with a doctor who's performing open heart surgery on your mother who just learned two days ago off the internet? Probably not as comfortable but i bet you'd be a lot more comfortable if that doctor trained under some of the top doctors in the world at some of the the top universities in the world you'd feel a lot more comfortable letting them operate because you know they've been trained the right way and with trading so many people don't want to invest that time they they want to figure it out on their own and some make it some do some some figure it out on their own. Many do not, but even the ones that do, what do you think they waste? They waste a lot of time going through the process, right? Something I like to say is this, uh, one of the reasons I became successful in trading is because I, I ran out of ways to be bad, 
right? So I would try, I fail, I wouldn't do it again. I would try, I'd fail, I wouldn't do it again. I'd try, I'd fail, I wouldn't do it again. And I wasted years and years and years going through this process um, before finally wisening up. It wasn't until I actually hooked up with a trading mentor, a trading coach that was given the path to success. Now, I still messed up because I didn't have my, my mind right. I, I didn't want to follow the roadmap, even though it was laid out right in front of me. But eventually I got back on it. And even though, again, it took me a few years to find success, if I never had that roadmap, if I never had that direction, um, I don't know if I'd still be trading, but I don't know if I would ever become successful. So with time being the most important thing we have, we need to make the investment of, I don't want to say how can we get good as quick as possible, but how can we accelerate that path to success? How can we stop going uh, one step forward, two steps back, three steps forward, two steps back, one step forward, four steps back? How can we go in somewhat of a straight line to finding success? And again, that doesn't mean that you're going to be successful right away. It doesn't mean that you're going to, you're not going to make mistakes. You are, but the point is you're recovering from those mistakes a lot quicker. Think of it like a, a, a student in a classroom, right? Um, you get the wrong answer, the professor sees your answer and said, hey, this is where you messed up, try it again, and then boom, you fix it. I think back at it now, actually one of my my favorite classes in college, right? I didn't, I didn't at the time I didn't get a lot of value out of college. Um, I see the value now in, in, in some of the skills I have, but more so the relationships I made. But one of my favorite classes in college was a, a PR, Public Relations three class with a professor named Jennifer Wood. Um, don't you dare say Woods. Ooh, she got very mad. But she actually ran her own firm, right? So she was someone that had hands-on experience of the subject that she was teaching. And I remember she broke her, her curriculum up into really two sections, right? At the beginning of the year, she gave you this big, massive report of what to do. It was like 50 items that you, 50 projects you had to do, basically. And there would be little to no direction on how to do them. There was like a book and some examples and, uh, you know, but the goal was you do one like each week. You create this portfolio and then midway through the semester, she looks at, looks at the before portfolio and basically you get a failing grade because you did it wrong. Right. But it's the process of trying and trying to do it on your own and you make mistakes. But here's the key. Right. Because you first I'm like, oh, I'm going to drop this class. I can't can't afford to get this F. Um, but here's the key. What she would do is she would go through your work. She would critique it and she would tell you exactly what needed to be fixed, exactly what you needed to do right in order to pass. And then the entire focus of the second part of the semester was basically just going back through what you already did in the first half, but doing it the right way. And if you if, if you had if you gave any amount of effort or paid attention, you would get an A in her class because she told you what to do. And I, I, I think about the time it took the second time through versus the first time through was a drastic difference, right? The first time through, I'm reading books and I'm trying to figure it out. I'm looking online, I'm writing it and I'm ripping it up and I'm writing it again. I'm like, this feels right. This looks right. And I'm spending a massive amount of time trying to create something because I'm not really in the know of what she really wants. I have an idea, but I've never done it before, right? So I'm, I, it, takes a, it took a massive amount of time to complete those 50-odd projects. The second half of the semester was easy. It literally took me half the time. Why? Because I had a roadmap. 
I had written notes from my professor saying, this was good, this was bad, you should switch it to this, you should do that, here's how the placement should be, this is what the font should look like, here's the direction you want to go into, and it was literally just following the directions, following the directions, correcting my mistakes, getting on the right track. And then you don't have to look back after that. You can spend a few minutes on one thing and go to the next project. And that is what you get with coaching and mentorship. And it makes a massive difference. I look at the traders we're working with right now and how fast they're progressing. And I'm honestly pretty jealous. <laughs> I mean, they're going through the, the, the hard times like anyone else. But not only do they have a handful of trading coaches, but they have a community that I never had. They have people that they're working with. I got a Instagram story the other day of traders that were meeting up at each other's houses, going through course material and working together on it. They have a chat where they can interact with people 24 seven. It's, it's amazing. And, and it's no doubt that we're, we're seeing so much success at such a quick rate. Um, and again, I'm a little bit jealous because I, you know, I didn't have that. So I'm, I'm going through it the hard way. But it's, it's just cool because what these traders are doing is, is they're, they're making mistakes. They're losing money just like, like any other trader is doing. But they're saving themselves a lot of time. And instead of taking you know, multiple years to go through this process, they're taking multiple months to go through this process. And what that means is they're going to get to a level of success much quicker than they would have before. And then once they get to that level of success, then they can uh, even more quickly start the next part of their business, whether it's just trading and, and growing their account to make more returns, whether it's starting a, uh, a business out of it. And that just gives them more time to start working on their bigger goals. Their bigger goals are most likely going to buy them more time. And then they have more time in life to do what they want and, and really bring value to themselves and bring value to others as well. So the point of the story is this is all one big race. Not to sound morbid, but we all die. We all have an end to this timeline. There is a finish line to life. We are all going there. And the older you get, the closer you see, right? And you're in your 20s and, you know, you're a teenager, 20s. You don't really care. You don't think about death, right? Um, but when you start to get older, you start thinking about legacy. What am I going to do before my time runs out? And time becomes so much more important and, and your actions become so much more urgent because you, you, you're in the second half of your race. So the reason I'm in here on a Saturday, which is supposed to be my off day, is because of urgency. I don't want to waste time even if it means relaxing. I know that's a bad habit. You need to relax some, I, I did, but I'm willing to make the investment now so that I can relax a lot more later in life.